If I told you this episode was about amino acids, you probably wouldn't tune in. It's about amino acids, but you better tune in because this is about why you may not be healing. This is about the foundation that crumbles. And most people don't realize that they are amino acid deficient. Even the greatest athletes in the world wait to hear these stories. They're true. And they've taught us all a lot of lessons. There's something that the greatest athletes in the world have in common. And also the sickest people have in common. You're gonna have to stay tuned to hear what that is. But there's an answer. And it's, again, it's not what you think because dosing matters. What you take matters. You're going to hear that all of that on this show. It's beyond amino acids. Trust me. Stay tuned. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Cellular Healing TV. I'm Ashley Smith. And today we welcome Dr. David Minkoff, formulator of a game-changing line of amino acids. Dr. Minkoff is here to discuss unlocking the mysteries of protein and amino acids and the relationship to recovering from injury and illness. There are many misunderstandings about aminos and our protein needs and their relation to human health. I can't wait to learn more. So let's welcome Dr. Minkoff and of course, Dr. Pompa to the show. Welcome both of you. Thank you. Yeah, David, thank you for being here. If I'm known for the guy at Detox, you are absolutely known for the guy for amino acids. You've formulated some of the best products out there <laughs> around this topic. For my uh, good friend, Ben Greenfield, he swears by your products. And, uh, you know, you and I just, we had a great conversation offline. We're going to bring it online, uh, you know, because one of the first things that you and I said is, you know, people have no idea that they're amino acid deficient. And yeah, that's just something that I, I think not just you and I say, but most doctors who see a lot of really sick people, you know, we find that to be the case. We're going to answer the reason for that. We're going to get into a lot of myths around this topic. Oh, and there's a lot of myths around this. And, and David, you're going to bust them up for us. That's for sure. Um, but look, I, I have to start, you know, with uh, your story around this, you know, how you got into this. I mean, how did you become known for the guy uh, that knows all about amino acids, you know, because, you know, this is something that you'd think everyone would know. I mean, don't we learn about these in, uh, way back in school, right? But yet we forget about them. But tell the story, because I think it brings a lot of these topics uh, to the forefront. Sure. Thanks, Dan. Um, the way I got to this is that I, my, in 1982, I, I saw the Ironman triathlon on TV, and I saw Julie Moss was winning the race and 100 yards from the finish line, she fell down and probably everybody's seen the yeah. wide world of sports video. She gets up, but she ends up being second. And I was with a buddy of mine watching the race. And he said, uh, we looked at each other after we saw her struggle across the finish line that we had to do, we had to do this and we were going to go do the Ironman trap. And at the time I'd been running marathons and he said, uh, he had started a new financial services business and I was brand new in practice. And he said, give me all your extra money and I'll invest it. And in five years, we'll both be independently wealthy and then we'll train and we'll go do the Ironman triathlon. Sounds like fun. <laughs> yeah. So I went to bed that night with that idea. I was all excited about it, but I woke up in the middle of the night and I said, I can't wait for five years. The last guy I gave money to lost it all. And it's too, it's too long. I have to do this now. 
So the next morning I looked in, the, I was living in San Diego. I looked in the newspaper for used bicycles and I found a used Mashiki bicycle. And I went over to the guy's house and I bought it. And then I went to the YMCA and I joined. I'd been a lifeguard in college, so I had swimming experience and I'd been running marathons, so I could do that. And um, that was in February of 82. And in October of 82, I, was, I, went, and did, I went and did the Ironman. Yeah, wow. And so it became a hobby and I've done 43 since then, but about 10 years ago, and I was, I was eating mostly a vegetarian diet. Mm. I thought that was healthy. Mm -hmm. Been doing that since age about 12 because my, I was a boy scout and we went, I grew up in Madison, Wisconsin, and we went, they took us on a tour of Oscar Meyer Meatpacking Company. Yeah, that, that would make someone a vegetarian. <laughs> and it made me a vegetarian. I saw the hot dog processor and I saw the animals. God. And I was like, I can't do this. Yeah. So anyway, I got injured. I, I strained very badly my hamstring and I tried everything I could to get it healed. I massaged it and chiropractored it and heated it and injected it. And it just wouldn't be stable. And I would go out to run. And if I would try to push it, I could feel that if I went any harder, I was going to tear it. And this went on for about a year. Mm. And a friend of mine who had been over in Europe came, uh, came back with uh, some capsules. And he said, why don't you try these capsules and see if it'll help you. Yeah. I tried the capsules. And within six weeks, my hamstring was healed. And I went uh, a couple months later, I did Ironman Canada. I had my best event ever. And I had a lot of physiologic changes, like my maximum heart rate went up 14 points on a, on a maximum heart rate That's test a lot. a lot. Yeah. And by the way, my cycling background. So these stories, you know, I, I, I get a lot of this. Right. So uh, the other thing is I had an increase in body weight with no change in body outside dimensions. Mm -hmm. And I started looking into it. And what I found is that if you're protein malnourished, the size of your liver and the density of your bones and are going to be lower. Mm -hmm. And so I got stronger and I, my organs health improved. Yeah. So um, I then started uh, using it in the clinic, experimenting with people. And I wrote and I found that that people got benefit from it. And I started measuring uh, serum essential amino acid levels in all my patients. And virtually all of them were low, not only the sick patients, but a lot of the athletes that I was taking care of. Yeah. And I wrote an article in Triathlete Magazine on my experience. And we got about a thousand calls because everybody who reads that magazine wants performance. Right. Like, where do we get this stuff? And we already had a product company selling some, some detoxification products. And so we threw it in the mix. We started manufacturing it and so that's been about 10 years and it's, it's just been thousands of success stories from patients and from athletes on faster recovery, better performance. And then when you look back on it, amino acids are the base of proteins. Mm. And if you're amino acid deficient, you will, may not make all the different proteins. The body has about 50,000 different proteins in hair, nails, enzymes, neurotransmitters, 
uh, cytokines. These are all protein-based products or amino acid-based products. Yeah. And so the other thing that happened to me was a couple years before I started using the amino acids, a friend of mine who was counseling cancer patients using real high dose pancreatic enzymes. There's this doctor, just actually he was an orthodontist in New York named William Donald Kelly, who'd cured himself of pancreatic cancer using high dose pancreatic enzymes. And she had studied with him and she was using these in her patients to help them with cancer. The idea was the cancer protects itself with the protein coat, the immune system doesn't see it. And if you take these high dose enzymes, it digests off the protein coat, exposes the cancer, the immune system activates. So she said, she was here, she was a patient of mine and she was here and she said, why don't you do a trial of these enzymes because if you have a brewing cancer or a subclinical cancer, these will expose it and you'll heal it. So I said, okay, I'm game. So she says, you take 12 of these tablets six times a day. You take first thing in the morning, 12, then breakfast, 12, hour before lunch, 12. So you go through this. And after I took this, the 12 on an empty stomach, first thing in the morning, Within an hour, I felt like I was burning a hole in my stomach with the enzymes, like, like I was really worried and I had to drink baking soda and try to cool the thing off. And I went back to her and I said, I don't know what's wrong with me. I don't think I have cancer, but I can't take these things because my stomach can't take them. So I never knew what to do with that. But then after I started taking the amino acids and I got this healing of my leg, I thought maybe that has something to do, an amino acid deficiency might have something to do with my stomach not being able to handle these enzymes. Maybe I don't have enough mucus layer or something like that. Mm -hmm. So I did a new trial and I took 12 of these enzymes, got no effect, took 12 more, got no effect. I did it for three days, got no effect, my stomach was fine. And then it dawned on me that, holy smokes, maybe the deficiency is a lot broader than when I thought. You know, it isn't just muscle development. Maybe it's other things. Maybe depressed people need amino acids. Maybe anxious people need amino acids. Maybe menopausal women need amino acids. And maybe people whose hair won't grow or their nails are soft need amino acids. And, and that's what it turned out to be true, that these things are building blocks for the body and that you need to have extra. And because virtually... Very few people have a decent gut with enough digestive enzymes and hydrochloric acid. And so many people are taking acid blockers, you know, Nexium, you know, these kind of drugs because they have heartburn that they don't digest protein. Yeah. And yeah. that this would help them. Yeah. No, people were saying, well, I eat a lot of protein, so I'm fine, right? It isn't aren't amino acids from protein. Yes, if you break it down. And there's some other misconceptions about protein that we'll, we'll get to. You know, my, my cycling background, uh, you told a, a little bit of a story about uh, George Hincapie, who, yeah. uh, you know, if people don't know this, he was Lance Armstrong's like right-hand lieutenant, uh, right. taking him into the mountains in the Tour de France. But, you know, he, again, he, he's, a, he's somebody that is an athlete, yes, but he also got physically sick. And they said, hey, could you figure this out? Tell that story a little bit, because that, that really tells both stories. 
So, so it was uh, early in the year that year and he got ill and it turned out that he'd, he had a parasite and it had debilitated him. And it, we figured out that the parasite was the problem why he couldn't digest and absorb food and diarrhea. And so we did an herbal parasite remedy and he got better from that, but he was still quite debilitated. He'd lost a lot of weight. He'd lost muscle mass and it was March or April and he had a tour to be ready for by, by, uh, by July. And so what season was that? It's Uh, the, it's, I don't know which year, probably, uh, because you know, I watched them all. That's why, you know, and, and I remember a season where he just crushed it in the mountains and, uh, you know, they were just astounded that he was staying there as much, you know, his job was to kind of to bring Lance early into the mountain in the early yes. part of the mountain. And there he yes. was at the peaks where someone his size and stature should never have been. And he was, I think it was that year, but go ahead, finish yeah. the story. Cause he won a mountain stage that year. That's right. So that is the year. Yeah, I mean, he, he had the, the year of his life. I remember the year clearly. I didn't know this part of the story though. So everyone was so surprised that he'd been able to recover and then get the probably the best fitness he ever had. And he was taking perfect amino. Mm-hmm. So the next year, the three top riders uh, were given the product. And what Jeff Spencer told me, because he was there. Jeff Spencer, he, he's coached Lance for some years. Every year he won, he was there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Every year. So did he, was he, did Lance get on it as well? Well, I'm not allowed to talk about any of this. (laughs) But anyway, the three top riders took the product. And no matter what they did during the tour, by the end, they were all broken down. You know, it didn't matter. They have a chef and they got IVs after the thing. And, you know, I didn't know about the the hormones that they're, you know, the medication, the doping that they were doing. But, but they were all broken down. And what Jeff told me was that this was the first time during the tour that at the end they were fitter than they were at the beginning. And the three guys that were taking it were just couldn't believe that they were able to recover with all the trauma. And, um, and when they added the amino acids to it. Yeah. So this is something that's um, that I've seen over and over again, that people yeah. get better performance, better recovery, faster recovery. Uh, and there's really thousands of success stories from people who like, I took this and my chronic plantar fasciitis got better yeah. or my, you know, my, whatever it is healed um, because the body was actually able to heal. I just had a client. I, I put him on uh, amino acids for one reason. And this was a recent client. And she says, Oh my gosh, my energy. Uh, you know, it's like, I feel like so much more energy and I'm doing things, you know, could it be those amino acids that I'm taking? I said, absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, so I mean, you're right. I mean, it, it, it applies to so much because, you know, there, there's so much priority, uh, the importance of the amino acids that it will prioritize them and steal from other places. So there's a right. lot of things that, are, you know, are left empty because the body will prioritize it just to survival, right? And, and all of a sudden now you lack, you know, you have no energy. Right. Or you're like you said, your hair's thinning. Right. You know, but it's it could be, uh, in fact, just amino acids. Right. And a good point on that is anybody who's done like training for endurance events or very hard training. 
has probably had the experience that after the marathon or after the, the, the century where you trained hard and you worked hard and you gave it your all that within the next week you get a cold. Yeah. Oh. You get an upper respiratory infection and you get a cold. Yeah. And this priority thing is exactly what you're saying. The body then has all this trauma from the event, muscles, tendons, ligaments, the whole thing. You gave it, you, you gave it your all. And so the demand by the body is use resources to heal and repair that stuff. But the whole immune system is built on amino acids. Yes. And you are going to rob Peter to pay Paul. Right. What I found with people is if you're doing hard training or you have a big event like that and you load amino acids and then you keep them going for another five or six days at high doses like double dose, triple dose, quadruple dose of what you would normally take, that you don't get the cold and you recover. Because now the system has enough resources to keep the immune system strong and heal the rest of the body. So what's a typical dose? And by the way, we'll provide the link here. Um, we have it on our site. So people are probably, what, what is the product? But we'll provide the link. What is, it, what is a typical dose? Where should people start? And then like maybe for, okay, an athletic dose, someone recovering from illness dose, give us some ideas. The, the typical dose is, is 10 grams as a one-time dose per day. If you take it on an empty stomach, you can do it with a sports drink or water or electrolytes, but, but it works best if you take it not with a fat or protein. Because if you take it on an empty stomach, in 23 minutes, the amino acids are in your bloodstream. Yeah. And that's the best way to take it. So when I wake up in the morning, I put two scoops. It comes as powder or tablets. Um, I, the tablets have no fillers or binders or anything. So it's basically compressed powder. Yeah. Uh, I like the, the, the uh, powder because it's two scoops. There's a berry flavor and there's an, a, 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 like a lemon-lime flavor. I just put it in a glass of water or in a shaker cup, shake it up. Uh, I might throw a scoop of greens in there with it, like powdered greens, and then just drink it down. Yeah. Uh, on days when I'm having big workouts or hard workouts, I'll do a second dose. Um, last week or two weekends ago, I did an Ironman competition and I triple dosed it all day for seven days. I didn't get a cold. I didn't get sick. I healed up really fast. And so people have to sort of figure out how much that works for them. But if you're above 115 pounds, take 10 tablets. If you're below that, take seven okay. uh, as, a, as a daily dose. I wouldn't divide it. The package says take five tablets as a dose, but really you need more than that. So I would say take 10 tablets. All right. Yeah. Well, there you go. That, that's right from the man himself. So, okay. We, you know, this is, you had mentioned, uh, you know, vegetarians and vegans as being very vulnerable to this because there's a myth, David, right? We both heard it. Well, I, my uh, nutritionist or dietitian told me I needed this much protein in a day and I'm getting that and sometimes more because I look at the protein on my yogurt. I look at the protein and I'm getting, you know, 80 grams or whatever they told you to get. So I'm fine. Is that true? No, it's not true. So here's the thing. When you eat, let's say you have, uh, you mix. There, when I was a vegetarian, there was this book called Diet for a Small Planet. Yeah, and the idea was that. you could combine beans 
and rice yeah. and corn, and you'd be fine. That was for John Robbins after his first yes. book, right? Die for a new, yes. uh, uh, die for a new planet, right? Or die, die, die for a small planet. I think. Was for, yeah, that was the second. What was his first one? I don't know. Die but for, I love that book. Anyway, yeah, yeah, exactly. Go ahead. Yeah. Anyway, that's right. It was the combinations, and you equal this. Go, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. So, you know, if you like Middle Eastern foods, if you eat garbanzo beans and sesame seeds, you blend the proteins and you get what you need. Right. It doesn't really work, but, you, but it's probably better than one of them by themselves. Okay. Anyway, when you eat a protein, assuming that you digest it, you're able to digest it and absorb it, which is a long shot for most people, because most people have bacteria overgrowth in their small intestine and yeast and parasites and they're on medications or they don't make stomach acid because their body is missing other stuff. But assuming that all that system is working, there is two pathways when amino acids come into the body. One pathway is they get utilized to make body proteins. So Proteins can be like growth hormone or insulin. Those are both proteins. Absolutely. Technically, a protein, by definition, is 30 amino acids in a chain or more. So I think insulin has 89 amino acids in a specific sequence, and the body has to take those amino acids, set up the sequence, and then that's insulin. So the beta cells of your pancreas do that all the enzyme systems in your body, all the detox pathways, all the neurotransmitters, these are based on amino acids. So if you take it in and that, uh, in let's say you, you eat some, so you have some yogurt and there's some protein in yogurt and that yogurt goes in and you measure how much, and it's digested. So how many, how much of the amino acids that are taken with that yogurt actually end up as a protein in your body versus how many of those amino acids get degraded and get uh, end up waste. Yeah. So an amino acid by definition is a carbon hydrogen oxygen chain, which is the same as a fat and a carbohydrate. They all have the basic building block, but amino acids have nitrogen as part of them. Amino in Greek means nitrogen. Mm -hmm. So you got a nitrogen stuck on a carbon, hydrogen, oxygen chain. If that amino acid, and there's 22 different ones that the body uses like an alphabet to spell out different proteins. Mm -hmm. Now, skeletal muscle, actin, which is one of the parts of skeletal muscle. So it's actin and myosin, but actin. The chain of a single muscle fiber is 5,600 amino acids. Wow. Think of the construction job in that myocyte, in that muscle cell. If those amino acids are coming in and all of them are available that it needs, the 22 different ones that are available, if it runs into one that's supposed to be in slot number 5,421, and that's not, there's a deficiency, it's not there, that muscle fiber doesn't get completed and it doesn't get made. Wow. So yeah, if so you now have, your workout your workout was for nothing. Uh, you, you know, again, it's, it's all about how you recover, not what you actually do in the gym. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So either you're doing workouts where you don't recover or you're sore for five days because you can't lift your arms because your body has tried to do the repair, but it couldn't do the repair because it didn't have the resources. 
And so when you start to look at different proteins, like if you did a trial of, okay, we're gonna just eat whey protein as our only protein source for a day. And you can measure how much nitrogen you put in with the whey protein. Proteins are about 16% nitrogen. So if you eat 100 grams of whey protein in a day as your only protein source, about 16 grams of nitrogen are gonna come into the body. Now, if all of those amino acids get put into body protein, none of the nitrogen will come out because they're all now part of the structure of the body. Mm. However, if you measure dairy protein, say whey protein or casein, only about 16% of the nitrogen is retained in the body. 84% comes out because the balance, the ratio of the amino acids that come in aren't what our body needs to make proteins. And the analogy is, let's say you're in the business of building cars. And the basic building block of a car is a chassis, four wheels, a motor, and a steering wheel. And I deliver to your factory a hundred wheels, a hundred steering wheels, a hundred chassis, and a hundred motors. Mm -hmm. How many cars can you make? Well, you can only make 25 cars because you're short on wheels. Ah, yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. And, Good analogy. Yeah. And so all the rest of the, the 75 extra chassis and the 75 extra steering wheels, they don't, your body can't use those. There's they no storage depot parts. for protein. Yeah, they become useless parts. And so like the nitrogen, right? You need, you know. That's why we pee. Yeah, exactly. That's why the liver goes to the liver. It takes the nitrogen, it combines it, makes it into urea, it goes into the kidney and you pee it out. That's mm -hmm. the main way we get rid of it. So if you look at whey protein and you say, what percentage of it is utilized? About 16%. Mm -hmm. Soy is about 16%. Uh, meat and fish are about 33%. Uh, eggs, whole eggs, you got to eat the yolk and the white is the best food, except for one. So it's about 48%. So if you want the best real protein is eat eggs. Mm -hmm. The only thing better is breast milk, but it's hard to get. Yeah. My, my biochemistry teacher always said, Dr. Shaheed, same thing. Breast milk, a number one protein, egg, number two. <laughs> yeah, he was totally right. Totally right. Now here's interesting, spirulina, which if you go to the health food store, like spirulina, it's this so great, powerful protein. And it, you know, whales eat spirulina and look at how big they get. Um, we tested 24 different spirulina products and the average nitrogen utilization was 6%. And many of them didn't have all the essential. See, if you don't have all the essential amino acids, you're not gonna make protein. That's what's wrong with branched chain amino acids. It's only three amino acids. Yeah. It's leucine, isoleucine, and valine. And you can take all the branch chains you want. You are not making one piece of protein out of it because mm -hmm. you need all eight essential ones in order to make a protein. Yeah. So, um, it, so you, need, you need all the amino acids and then you need the nitrogen. Yeah. So the amino acids come in with the nitrogen. And perfect amino is an exact ratio of the eight essential amino acids 
so that if you measure how much of it gets utilized in your body, it's 99%. Right. Yeah, my, so, my point being is you, if you're just eating protein, uh, you know, you need a certain amount of nitrogen, otherwise you end up with spare parts to, to the, the car energy again, right? So, and then you need all of the amino acids as well. You can't just take some of them. So back to the original question, when uh, the vegan says, you know, well, I'm getting all this protein, it's like, well, uh, you know, first of all, you just made the point that every one of those foods have different quality of protein. A lot of the vegetable proteins um, that people take, the soy, the pea, the, uh, they're horrible, right? I mean, horrible nitrogen uh, balance and uh, the protein is very unusable. So, right. yeah, so not, you can't just look at the macronutrient protein and think you're getting enough protein. It's not so simple. Right. And this is not known. This is not known in dietary science at all. I spoke at the annual meeting of the American College of Nutrition. And I gave a talk basically explaining this concept to 300 PhD dietitians and nutritional scientists. And not one of them had ever heard this. When I finished the talk, there was dead silence in the room and there was a question and answer period. And it actually went, spilled over 45 minutes into the next guy's talk because they were like, why doesn't anybody know this? Why didn't we learn this? This is like crazy. Because if you go to the dietitian and you're a diabetic and they say, oh, you need, you know, point, their, their, their formula is 0.8 grams of protein per kilogram of body weight. They will have you say, well, you get four grams from a couple pieces of toast yeah. and you'll get, uh, you'll have a yogurt and you'll get 13 grams there and you need a total of 55 and we'll make it up and you'll be fine. And it isn't true at all. Uh, the values of the proteins are really different and it does make a difference what you eat. Yeah. And if you supplement with amino acids, you can make sure that you've got a buffer, you know, you've got extra so that if your body needs to heal or you're in a program where you're trying to build lean body mass, you actually can. Yeah. Yeah. Which I, I think, again, this, this applies to the sick person as well. I, I mean, it really is that it becomes the same person for a different reason, right? But whether it's the athlete tearing themselves down or it's someone that, you know, is in a sickness, a disease process, tearing themselves down, both need to rebuild and recover. Both don't have the building blocks to do it. <laughs> so, you know, they're really, you know, different, uh, different ways of getting there, but ended up at the same place, deficient in the most basic thing, amino acids. Exactly. And with your cellular healing, the detox enzymes in the liver are enzymes made out of protein. They're made out of amino acids. And so what we found is that if, if we're doing a detox program on people, that if we gave them amino acids, essential amino acids like perfect amino at the same time, they detoxed about 30% faster, quicker than if we didn't give them the extra amino acids because they were then able to ramp up their liver enzymes, their phase one, phase two, in order so that they could detox and the whole system just work better. Mm, yeah, I mean, it, it makes total sense, obviously. Um, who, there's some other categories that put people at like great risk, um, you know, even certain disease processes. You mentioned a few medications as well. Yeah, I think one of the big ones is people who go on very calorie restricted diets for about every four pounds that they lose, they lose a pound of protein, you know, they lose a pound of protein. Yeah. And that 
Perfect Amino basically has no calories. 10 grams, like the daily serving, has only four calories. So what we found is if we're getting people, we, for, we're not doing it now, it's, it, uh, but we ran a bunch of people doing HCG diet some years ago. Oh, yeah. Where they get this hormone and they eat 500 calories a day. And they would, we found if we gave them perfect amino during this period, they didn't lose lean body mass. Yeah. And so I think if people are doing uh, processes where they're trying to lose weight, that you want to make sure that you're getting amino acids so that you don't lose your lean body mass because you will. It'll, it'll, so it'll, one of the things that I do is when my fast people, because we don't want to turn off autophagy, right? So amino acids will do that. That's, you know, not, not a bad thing always, but when we're fasting, but then when we feast, adding amino acids in, because yeah. obviously you want to stop autophagy and you want mTOR, which is a anabolic pathway where your body's building. So my whole principle of feast famine is based just on that. And amino acids are one of the most basic ways to, just to drive that anabolic pathway. And, uh, and again, it's a healing pathway. You know, in the anti-aging community, uh, mTOR gets a bad rap. You know, but I, I'm not, you know, I, I argue against it um, because we need it. It's a very important healing process. Now, again, staying in that all the time isn't good. You know, we need times of feast and famine. But amino acids, uh, because some people say, well, I can't, you know, I talk about feasting with higher carbs. I, I don't, you know, I can't do that. Okay, great. I talk about utilizing high protein and oftentimes the amino acids. Uh, it's, it's magic for that, by the way. Yeah, exactly. I was just going to say for the, for the, the, um, I wrote this book called the search for the perfect protein and it's available on Amazon, but if guys want to go to the body health website, they can download the PDF for free. And it really has a lot of information on sort of what I've been saying here, but a lot more stuff too, with some case stories about how people can, you know, how it's changed their life. And these are cases that I see. And um, my practice is mostly chronic illness, and it's yeah. just essential. These people are all nutritionally deficient, not just in amino acids, oftentimes other things do it, but you, you put the building blocks there and then you, you get, they can then heal. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's the foundation, isn't it? It is. It's the building blocks. You have to build on a good foundation. Otherwise, the body will rob from Peter to pay Paul, and uh, you end up with a new problem that you didn't even realize was connected, right? And and again, a lot of uh, mental issues, as you pointed out before, um, you know, can stem from this loss of the foundation from amino acids. Yeah, I mean the you know the serotonin and GABA and dopamine, these are these are important neurotransmitters, and you know, lack of them often leads to a depressed and anxious patient, and it isn't really a psychological state. The psychological state is secondary to they have deficiencies of neurotransmitters and. These are measurable now and you measure these things and they are low and then you supplement them with amino acids and they come up and they start feeling better because they, uh, you know, their body can now make the things that it needs. Yeah, people Uh, forget the brain chemicals, literally, whether it's dopamine, serotonin, they're made from amino acids, you know, in the gut. You know, speaking of the gut, um, how, how, what have you seen with amino acids in fixing gut problems, chronic gut problems, leaky gut, you know, IBS, the typical thing that we're seeing so much of today? Well, they, the, it's leaking because 
there's openings there. It's damaged. You know, most people with a leaky gut have an inflamed mucosa. They have, you know, whether it's glyphosate doing it or some food sensitivity or they're on some prescription medication where the membrane gets damaged. And in order to heal it, you need amino acids. One of the other interesting things is this, there's this concept in the body of protein turnover. Yeah. You know, like, like you're supposed to turn over your gut mucosa every four to six days. If you're amino acid deficient, it might only be every 10 or 12 days. So now you have a raw membrane there that's been damaged that's going to leak. Mm. Same thing happens in the pulmonary tree. People get, you know, all these in the, in the blood-brain barrier. These barriers are made out of proteins that are amino acids. And when it's insufficient, they will leak. And when they leak, you either have brain fog or you can't remember anything or you can't sleep or you're anxious or you're depressed. And it's the gut, you have a leaky gut and then you get sensitive to every food that you eat and you can't eat anything. So it sort of works on a whole body basis. You know, you an, one of my uh, years of research is the, the cell membrane and how to fix it. And there's two critical components, the fats, of course, um, it's made of a lipid bilayer. But people forget about the proteins, those integral membrane proteins that are within the membrane that literally are the function and the life and bring life and action to the membrane. You know, it's like and you can't live without them, you know, and they bring oftentimes a lot of the stability and the fluidity to the membrane. And so proteins, amino acids with the uh, with the fats is a critical, if you can fix the membranes, you can fix your hormones, you can fix your detox pathways, you can fix a lot of things. You can even turn off bad genes. So it even plays into that. Absolutely, it's perfectly said. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, uh, this, is a, this is a big lesson for people. And I, I so appreciate you coming on, David. I mean, this is, it, it seems so basic. My fear is, is that people go, oh, amino acids and not watch the show. I'm gonna make sure that doesn't happen um, <laughs> because this is too important of a topic. You know, it's like I, I, I often find that, uh, you know, people just kind of hear you when we talk about the subject and it's like, it's like when I talk about fats too, I no, give me the real pill, you know, give me the real magic, you know, amino acids. I've heard about that. I don't, that's something bodybuilders take. <laughs> no, this right. is something that, you know, so many people are deficient. As we said, there's multiple reasons. So thanks for bringing it to light. Thank you for the product. It's, it's changed a lot of lives, man. It really has. You're welcome. I appreciate being on here and uh, so love the work that you're doing and the education that you provide people because you're really changing lives with your message. Yeah, well, I, same, with you, same with you and I, I so appreciate it. Gosh, it's been a while. I, I think the last seminar we saw each other at, I, I guess it was, um, it was the, the Lowe's seminar. Uh, yeah, you, yeah. Hosted the, you hosted the panel and I was one of the panel members. Yeah, that's right, exactly, yeah. Gosh, how long ago was that now? I mean, we've been in this spin. Three or four years, I think. Oh, God. Yeah, probably three years ago. Okay. Oh, wow. I, I would have, I see things like that. I would have said a year and a half, two years ago. <laughs> things flying out of my control here. Uh, hey, David, yeah. nice seeing you. Glad we could uh, not catch up at a seminar, but at least got to catch up on Cellular Healing TV. Thanks for being on. Thanks, Dan. Uh -huh. Well, that's it for this week. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. This episode was brought to you by Cyto Detox. Please check it out at buycytonow.com. We'll be back next week and every Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern. 
We truly appreciate your support. You can always find us at CellularHealing.tv and please remember to spread the love by liking, subscribing, giving an iTunes review, and sharing the show with anyone you think may benefit from the information heard here. And as always, thanks for listening.